This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. In a world without a single unified voice, humanity has been left searching for answers to the unknown. Now, one podcast has the power to change that and to spread its voice across the earth for all mankind to hear. Welcome to Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast. Happy anniversary, by the way. Why, thank you very much. Today's your anniversary? Yeah. What Today's the fuck are you doing podcasting? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Glad to hear we weren't the only ones crazy enough to get married on the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, it's your anniversary too? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary. Yeah, 7 13. Seven thirteen oh three. So it's either really really lucky or really unlucky. <laughs> and both of your three, both, so. and both of your wives are okay with you podcasting on your anniversary. <laughs> we're we're celebrating tomorrow night. Ah, uh, I got you. Uh, yeah, we're going out tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, we usually wait for uh, wait for Friday. Rick, I saw your wedding pictures. You you had like people with swords and stuff at your wedding. Yeah, yeah, we had a cool. we had a medieval themed wedding. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, me and my wife yeah. we got married at the courthouse, so <laughs> we eloped. <laughs> yeah, it was great because uh, my my wife's parents were uh, well, my wife too. They're Southern Baptists, and uh, like her dad is a deacon at the church. And uh, when we suggested we wanted to, because you know that's kind of how we met. We're both we were both medieval reenactors. And, uh, you know, we, we wanted to do sort of a, not like a specific time period, just sort of a general medieval, but we weren't going to like make anyone, you know, it was like, if, if you're in the wedding party, then yes, you're going to dress up, but you know, anyone else (laughs) is welcome to, or, but you don't have to kind of thing. And so we got everything from, from, you know, people, our friends coming in full garb to like, my mom found a dress that was kind of medieval ish. Cause, and my, my stepdad was like, I'm not doing that. God damn it. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but we had a blast and the church thought it was, it was great because they had, you know, they had never really had any, any sort of anything other than just sort of a normal wedding there before. Right. So yeah. they, apparently they were still talking about it years later. Oh, cool. Nice. It was fun. All right, let's go ahead and get started. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 57 of Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. My name is Sean Ray, and I got the try wasabi potato salad last week. (laughs) 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 We found a recipe, and my wife made a wasabi avocado salad dressing on the 4th of July, and it was delicious. And that might be the only way to get me to eat avocados, actually. <laughs> and sitting across One the virtual table from me is the great and powerful John Irons. How are you, sir? Hey. 
I'm great and powerful. (laughs) (laughs) And joining us once again is our friend Rick. How are you, sir? I am weak and not so fantastic, but otherwise fine. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this episode is going to be kind of game heavy. We're going to play a game. But uh, before we get into that, I had just a couple of short things that I wanted to to bring up. First of all, uh, we had someone pass away in the last week. Uh, Nelson Ellis. Who played? Um, he played Lafayette Reynolds on uh, True Blood. Did either one of you guys watch True Blood? Yes, I did not. Okay, Lafayette. Lafayette. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was uh, probably the most memorable character on that show, and it, you know he definitely had his own style. He was very flamboyant, and uh, <laughs> he was uh, he was born in Chicago, but he was raised. Here in, uh, well, not here, but in Bessemer, Alabama, which is not far from here. And uh, he died of heart failure. He was only 39 years old, and it was uh, it was related to some withdrawal symptoms that he was having from drugs and alcohol. He was trying to get himself clean, and uh, and his heart just uh, couldn't hold up. And it's, it's very sad because uh, he was born the same year that I was. So it kind of puts things in perspective when people your own age <laughs> are passing away. But... Uh, Welcome to the club, youngster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but well, that's you know that's kind of the scary thing about about drug and alcohol abuse uh, is if you are one of those people out there who thinks that oh I can quit this stuff anytime I want. Depending on how long and how hard you you've done it, quitting can be actually more dangerous than doing it because, uh, like I knew a guy who you know, drank like a fish and then finally one day just decided to just stop drinking cold Turkey. Yeah. And like 24 hours later he was in the hospital because he drank so much. His blood was so thinned out from alcohol that when he stopped, he started getting clots all over his body. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, So it's like, it's not like something you can just go up. Okay. I'll just stop someday and I'll be all better. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, like I said, he played, he played, uh, on true blood. He was also, uh, he was in The Help. He had a very small role in The Help. And he played in that movie, uh, Lee Daniels, The Butler. He played Martin Luther King Jr. in that film. And uh, mm. he was he was really a good actor. And he probably had a really a really bright future ahead of him. And it's just, just really sad. Um, and Rick, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say you'll love True Blood because I don't know if you will. You know, if, <laughs> it's kind of like I describe it as a good version of twilight. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you about many years ago. Uh, you know, I've, I've always liked vampire stories and I was, you know, I've read all of Anne Rice's vampire novels, uh, with the exception of the most recent one. Uh, not, well, I tried to read it. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid it's not very good. Um, and, you know, I, I love movies like the hunger and, and, uh, and stuff like that. So, oh, God, I don't even know how many years ago, a friend of mine gave me a book called Dead by Dawn, I think is what it was called. Um, all she knew was it was a vampire book. Mm-hmm. And and it was the first book of the, the Suki Stackhouse novels. Yeah. And I started reading it, and I got about maybe a chapter, two chapters in, and I'm like, this is a romance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So when I heard that True Blood was was based on those novels, uh, it did not encourage me to watch any of it. So yeah. uh, I, I haven't seen it. I did read the first, uh, maybe read the first two novels, 
I wasn't a big fan of those novels. And I'm not like a huge True Blood fan because it, there is a lot of romance in there. And the the Sookie Stackhouse character, what uh, uh, John? What's her name that played Rogue in X and the X Men that was that was in the, that played Sookie? Oh, uh, that's yeah, that, that girl. Yeah. I could have told you that. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you, if you hadn't asked ten me. minutes ago. Anna Paquin, uh, that's her name. Paquin, yeah. yeah. Um, she's, I mean, bless her heart. <laughs> I'm from Alabama. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Alabama, so bless her heart. I she, think that's your first bless her heart on this yeah. show. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> she is, she nice is a, right. she is a good actress, but she had. She, that's a terrible Southern accent that she's doing on that show. <laughs> uh, I've been the, I've been to Louisiana. They don't talk like that down there, but, um, but yeah. True Blood is a it, it's a good show, and like I said, Lafayette um, was the most memorable character on that show, and it, and it's funny because his character in the books he was killed in the first book, and but his you know Nelson Ellis's portrayal of the character was so good that they kept him on through the entire series. Yeah, it's probably a series that is served better by like back to back streaming. Than uh, you know, having to wait week to week because it, you know, basically you'd end up watching by I would say season three. Yeah, about season three, it started to kind of slip, and definitely by season four. So you're you're basically just watching for the one or two funny lines that they always put in. Yeah, like <laughs> the plot made no sense at a certain point. Like the characters weren't particularly sympathetic or likable but the 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 writing was really funny yeah when she started slipping in and out of the fairy world it, yeah i mean i still watched yeah. it but i wasn't like oh i gotta watch it this week you know but what his one of his catchphrases on the show oh catch catchphrase something that he said a lot was ring ring hooker ring ring so, <laughs> so uh <laughs> so rest in peace nelson ellis and uh Let's see. I got a John. You went to see Spider Man this week, right? That is correct. How was it? It was good. It was it was very good. I I don't know that it knocks uh, Wonder Woman off my off the top of my list, but it was it was a really good movie. Um, it was very fun. It was uh, as I'm sure you all know. It, it features high school Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, as as opposed to like you know grad school Peter Parker, wherever you've been getting lately um and he it, 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 it is obviously the peter parker from uh, captain america civil war who's just a goofy teenager who all of a sudden has superpowers and he does the right thing and uh he tries to do the right thing um but he's still a teenager so uh he makes mistakes that any mature person would be like you really probably shouldn't do that but that same person, were they a teenager? Like they get it, because like if I was a teenager, I totally would have done that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, after you, I know I presume you guys are going to go see it soon. I think Rick said you already got your tickets. Yeah, my tickets uh, tonight. We're seeing it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm planning to see yeah. it tomorrow too. Yeah. Yeah. So we we can do a we can have a a, a more full conversation um, at that time, but right now let's say I'll give it. Uh, uh, you had four and a half web cartridges out of five. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw something this week. I watched uh, season one of Netflix's Castlevania. 
Have either one of you guys got to watch that? Yes. You did watch it? I take, I, I take offense at the term season one. It was like, it was basically a movie. It was four episodes. Four. Yeah, it was like four 30-minute episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, they've already uh, renewed it for season two, and season two is going to be eight episodes. But I didn't, I didn't even know that this was a thing that was coming. You know, I had not heard anything about it. I just, uh, actually, I saw somebody mention it on Facebook that they saw it and they and they liked it. So I was like, you know, Castlevania, I'll give that a shot. And then I was able to watch the whole thing in less than two hours. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was good. It was yeah. good. Yeah, they. Um, I watched my. I, I got to say, it's really good. It's kind of done in an anime style. Uh, it's extremely violent. Uh, much. More so than I thought it was going to be, but um, the I got to admit the only thing that I really know about Castlevania is from the games that I played when I was a kid. I don't, I haven't played any of the newer games, so like Castlevania one, two, and three is what I played the most. And you know, I remember the the character Simon Belmont. You, you remember that old cartoon Captain N, the game master? That, sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which I think is on on Netflix as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, I need to check that out. I but, think so. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Oh man! <laughs> oh wait, no, um, that's Link. That's Link. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they did like the 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 crossover thing where it was like one day it would be Mario and the next day it would be Link, and then but they but they had a Saturday morning cartoon that was just it was just Captain N the Game Master and it had no, Simon right. Belmont was one of the characters on them and they kind of turned him into like a douche kind of character yeah. <laughs> on that. But uh, but this uh, series is about Trevor Belmont. And I think he made his debut in uh, Castlevania Three, and you know Dracula, his wife gets murdered, and he promises to get his revenge on the uh, as you know he has to have a year to get his army together. And Trevor shows up, and he's got his family legacy to live up to. And they they kind of portray Trevor. He kind of reminded me of Captain Jack Sparrow a little bit. He's always preoccupied with drinking, and uh, he's voiced by Richard. Uh, Ar- Armitage, Armitage, he played Thor. Yeah, he played uh, Thor and Oakenshield in the Hobbit trilogy. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I recommend uh, Castlevania. Yeah, it was good. I, I was surprised to find myself not rooting for the humans in this. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you kind of deserve this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Rick, you. I, I mean, it's another one of those things that I don't want to say you'll like it, but uh, you probably you you will probably like it, and it's short. So if you don't like it, you don't have to suffer through much of it. (laughs) (laughs) I I was debating. I'd never played the game, so I didn't know whether that would matter or not. No, I I wouldn't. I don't think it matters. I mean, it's it's just it's a Dracula story, you know. So okay, I'll check it out. It's actually it's it's an interesting take on the Dracula. Like I said, I, I I haven't played any of the newer games either. I played the old school Nintendo Castlevania, and I'm I think he makes a reference to you know the family legacy. And he said something about my great grandfather's time, so I'm assuming that Simon Belmont is like his great grandfather or great great grandfather. I think like so. That. I think so. And this is a a version of Dracula. Th- they're basically saying that Vlad the Impaler was Dracula. So it's it's that kind of a villain, you know. He's very violent and very ruthless, and and uh, it's good. It's good. I check it out. Um, cool. All right. We're going to play a game. And John's going to be the game master. We're going to play <laughs> We're going to play a, a game that 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 has been on uh college humor for a while, but they released a new episode this week and it's been getting a lot of traction online, but um 
The name of the game is Um Actually. And uh, John, you want to explain the rules? Sure. All right. So um, it's it's billed as every nerd's favorite game, which is the game <laughs> that we play even when we're not playing, which is correcting other people when they make mistakes, especially about <laughs> nerd trivia. Uh, so each of us have come up with uh, ten statements, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Each of us have come up with, with ten statements that uh, have some aspect of them that's just a little bit off or incorrect and so uh the game is uh for one of the other two players to be the first to point out um what the mistake is and all answers must be preceded with the phrase um actually (laughs) for the points to count um so like i said we each did 10 uh, so I'll do mine first. If nobody cares. So how how are we going to ring in? So what I what I think we should do? I'll I'll keep score. And what I think we should do is, if you know the answer, just say your name, and then the first one that says their name will get a chance to answer it first. And then if okay. if they get it wrong, then the other person will get a chance to answer. I was gonna make make you each say ding. <laughs> yeah, but then, then there may <laughs> be a question of who said better. ding. So <laughs> your way is probably better. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hands on butters, buzzers. Players ready. <laughs> I'd rather put my hand on the butter. <laughs> <laughs> Hands on the butt. Put your hand on your butt. Let's play the game. <laughs> wow. And I've already yeah. I've already decided that we we will be playing this game next year at Magic City Con. <laughs> I'm already I'm already planning. So, <laughs> all right, I, I tried to I tried to come up with stuff that I think based on our conversations, you you've pretty sure you both uh, are familiar with all of these things. Question number one: In Perfect Strangers on ABC, Bronson Pil- Bronson. Pinchot played Balky, a shepherd from Mepos who came to New York to live with his long-lost brother, Sean. Larry. Um, yeah, Sean. Um, actually, he came to Chicago. Incorrect. Rick. Yes? <clears throat> um, actually, it was his cousin. Nicely done. It was his cousin. Alrighty. <laughs> Point for Rick. <laughs> Question number two. But they did live in Chicago. They and they, I think they moved to Chicago, but okay. they started in New York. I just remember Wrigley Field being in the opening credits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question number two. In Return of the Jedi, Boba Fett apparently meets his end when he is consumed by the Snorlax. Rick. A beast. Rick. Are we supposed to wait till the question's done? No, it's fine. <laughs> okay, Sarlacc. Correct. Oh, um, 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 actually, it was the Sarlacc. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus points if you know what a Snorlax is. Oh. It's a Pokemon, isn't it? It is a Pokemon. <laughs> so are we giving Rick two points? <laughs> I'm afraid so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Number three. In the original 1980s Transformers cartoon... 
Alien robots called Autobots and Decepticons crash land on modern-day Earth to continue their intergalactic war. Repeat and say it again. In the original 1980s Transformers cartoon, alien robots called Autobots and Decepticons crash land on modern-day Earth to continue their intergalactic war. Sean. Yes? Um, actually, they weren't on Earth. No, they were on Earth. Okay, that was the only thing I could think of. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything else sounds right. <laughs> yeah, I go uh, deep with it. <laughs> um, actually, they were the GoBots. Uh. No. <laughs> the, the Kmart Transformers. <laughs> um, actually... They didn't crash land on modern day Earth. They crash landed in prehistoric Earth and were buried for thousands of years. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Trixie. Nobody gets the point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I buckle up. Number four. <laughs> uh, before he played Wade Wilson, a.k.a. Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds played Hal Jordan, a.k.a. Green Lantern. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna let this one sink in. Think about it. Before he played Wade Wilson, aka Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds played Hal Jordan, aka Green Lantern. Sean. Yes, oh, Sean. Um, actually, he wasn't Hal Jordan. But no, I can't. <laughs> he was Hal Jordan. He was Hal Jordan. He Be- was before he before he played Wade Wilson. Uh, yeah, you got me too. Actually, <laughs> um, actually, Wade Wilson he played Wade Wilson before he played Hal Jordan because he played Wade Wilson, oh. a Deadpool in X Men Origins. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Two years before he played Green Lantern. That's right. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I don't feel so bad about some of my questions now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody yeah. gets that point either. Okay. Nobody gets the point either. <laughs> Number five. Over the course of the Lord of the Rings films, the original trilogy, Bilbo, Frodo, Aragorn, Isildur, and Gollum all use the One Ring at some point to become invisible. Rick. Yes, Rick. Aragorn and Isildur are the same. Uh, I mean, actually, Aragorn and Isildur are this. No, wait. Never mind. Uh, uh, I'm actually, uh, Aragorn never touched the ring. Boom. You are correct, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I kept watching you drive close to the edge of the cliff and back. Yeah, it's like, it was like, he actually turned the wheel. Yeah, he went went for a layup and dropped the ball and picked it up and dropped it again. Well, I was like, wait a minute, Aragorn and Isildur were the same guy, but no, that was Elisar. Ah, okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, So, all right, here here are a couple of, these these should be easy. I got a couple of gimmies in here. In the movie Big, Tom Hanks is granted his wish to be a grown-up when he drops a magical coin into a fountain. He got his fortune told by the Zoltan machine. Sean, I'm going to give you a chance to steal. Because, Rick, while you are mostly correct, 
I, you put I got in the a wrong detail name. that is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> Very close to correct, but not quite. Uh, he it, in the form, please. Um, actually, yes. He got a fortune from the Zoltar machine. That is correct. As soon as I said Zoltan, I was like, no, you (laughs) idiot. (laughs) I got one. Yay. Okay. (laughs) Yay. See, that was actually going to be, I was was going to uh, have that be a bonus point. So, like, actually, he did a fortune teller machine bonus points for the name of it. Yeah. Uh, so technically, I'll give you two points for that shot. Oh, cool. All right. I got two points. Still losing. but <laughs> The game is young, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. In Back to the Future, Doc Brown tricks Libyans into giving him the uranium he needs to power the flux capacitor. Sean. And level- yes, Sean. Um, actually, it was plutonium. Correct. It was plutonium. <laughs> that extra kick. done. Number eight. According to the ancient myth, Icarus died because he ignored his father and flew too close to the sun, causing the parchment of his wings to burst into flame. Rick. Yes, Rick. It was the wax in his. Uh, um, actually, it was the wax in his wings that melted. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is that all ten? That's all ten of your questions, right? No, you got two more. Oh, okay. I'm not counting the bonus questions. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Number nine. On the Flintstones, Fred Flintstone lived in the town of Bedrock with his wife, Jane, his son, Sean. Sean. Um, Actually, his wife's name was Wilma. Correct. (laughs) I'm catching up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, here's my last question. Unlike members of Starfleet... Klingons are far, more, are far more likely to set their phasers to kill instead of... Rick? Yes, Rick. Um, actually, Klingons use disruptors, not phasers. <laughs> you are correct, <laughs> sir. <laughs> All right. Well played, gentlemen. Well done. All right. So the score at this time is uh, Rick has six, Sean has four, John hasn't had a chance to answer any questions yet. Okay. But um, you want me to do mine? I'll do mine next. Sure. Okay. Are you still keeping score? Yeah, I'll keep score. Okay. Okay. So, number one. In The Empire Strikes Back, after Han Solo is frozen in carbonite, Leia stays with Lando while Luke takes the Falcon to track him down. Rick. Rick. Uh, no, uh, Leia, uh, um, actually, Leia and Lando take the Falcon. Luke flies off uh, uh, on his own. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Building suspense. <laughs> okay, number two. In the name of the Doctor, the Great Intelligence tries to undo all of the Doctor's past deeds, but is stopped when Amy enters the Doctor's time stream. Rick. Rick? Actually, it was Clara, not Amy. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> okay. No. I might have to move faster to keep up with my brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three. In the Next Generation episode, Star Trek The Next Generation episode yesterday's Enterprise, the entire timeline has changed when mysteriously the Enterprise B appears in the past. Appears from the past, excuse me. Rick. John. 
Rick was first. I heard Rick first. Um, actually, it was the Enterprise C. That is Bass correct. Bass, <laughs> Captain Rachel Garrett. <laughs> All right. Number Sorry, that's four. one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. Wolverine was part of a science experiment where his bones were coated in vibranium. Uh, John. John. Um, actually, they were coated in adamantium. That is correct. Number six. Actually, vibranium is Cap's shield, isn't it? Right. Um, 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 actually. Also, uh, also, also, actually, the only material that Kitty Pride cannot face through vibranium. Um, actually, Cap's shield is made from vibranium and adamantium. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Number five. Harry Potter's entire life changed the night that Dumbledore came to his house and told him that he was a Naturally, <laughs> Dumbledore did not show up at his house. That was Hagrid. <laughs> that was Hagrid. You are correct. Number six. Some of Batman's greatest villains are Selina Kyle, who is also known as Catwoman, Victor Freeze, who is known as Mr. Freeze, and Ethan Nigma, who is known as the Riddler. Um, actually, <laughs> his first name is not Ethan. I believe it is Edward Nigma. <laughs> Edward Nigma, correct? Correct. Sir? You are correct. <laughs> that was John, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number seven. In Back to the Future Part 3, Marty travels to 1885 to save Doc Brown from being murdered by Beaumont Mad Dog Tannen. John? Um, uh, actually, his name was Tanner, not Tannen. Incorrect. Yeah, Barely ever watched that show. Um, actually, it was 1896. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Nobody gets that point. I, um, actually, his name was Buford Mad Dog Tannen. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Number eight. The original Super Mario Brothers game for the NES featured Mario and his brother Luigi as they tried to rescue Princess Peach from the clutches of Bowser. Um, actually... Luigi did not actually appear in that game. That is incorrect. All right. All right. <laughs> Could you repeat it? Even though I've lost, can you? The original Super Mario Brother game, Super Mario Brothers game for the NES, featured Mario and his brother Luigi as they tried to rescue Princess Peach from the clutches of Bowser. Uh, oh, no, actually, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Actually, it was Princess Toadstool. Oh, so Princess, of course. Princess Peach didn't come. <laughs> yeah, Princess Peach didn't come till later. So. <laughs> okay, number nine. When Gozer tells the Ghostbusters to choose the form of the Destructor, Egon explains that if they think of J. Edgar Hoover, then J. Um, Edgar Hoover. Actually, Rick. <laughs> oh, it was sorry. it was it was uh, Venkman who figured it out. That is correct. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. All right, this is my last one. Three rings for the elves, seven rings for the dwarves, eight rings for man, and one ring for Sauron himself. Um, Say that again. John. Three rings for the elves, seven rings for the dwarves, eight rings for man, and one ring for Sauron himself. John. John? 
Um, actually, I believe man had nine rings. That yeah. is correct. <laughs> I thought that was a deep cut. <laughs> it was, well, I knew the number was wrong. Yeah. I wasn't, I probably should have just said it wasn't eight, <laughs> but I couldn't remember if it was nine or five, but then I remembered the, um, the, uh, the Nazgul, there were nine of them. Yes. Yeah. And they were men. That's right. They were. <laughs> Hey, we're the Millennial Falcon Podcast, a pop culture podcast by three geeky millennials. We're hosted by Anya Crittenton, Hui Chen Bui, and Willoughby Dobbs. The three of us met in college, bonding over Game of Thrones and Disney. While we've moved past Game of Thrones, we now bond once a week in a podcast that covers everything from superheroes to musicals to summer reading to Pokemon Go. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Falcon Podcast and listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Come for the hot takes, stay for the snark and puns. And the friendship that lasts forever. Hey everyone, I'm Christopher DeFilippis. My name is Skipper Martin. And you might know us as the hosts of 112263, an event podcast. But Skipper and I are here to announce our new podcast, which will be all about the new Hulu series, Castle Rock. Not only are we going to be covering the TV show, but we're going to be covering the Stephen King books and characters that seem to be somehow tied into the TV show. Not to mention TV movies and other theatrical movies, even the bad ones. Ugh. But we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Right, Chris? Yep, we're going to do it all. So watch this space. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And we will be dropping our first episode in no time. It's about a certain murderous clown. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Follow the Castle Rock TV podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CRTVPod. Visit our website at CRTVPodcast.com and support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash CRTVPod. The Castle Rock TV podcast is a fractured entertainment to Flipside Media production. Hey everybody, I'm Troy. And I'm AJ. And we're the hosts of the World War G podcast. And we know Sean and John do great things. But if you need just that little bit more nerd in your life. A little bit more geek in your week. Then head on over to worldwarg.podbean.com. Where we talk about everything from movies and television. Comic books and video games. Check us out at worldwarg.podbean.com. Back to you, Sean. All right, Rick. We'll, we'll do your ten your ten questions. Okay. <clears throat> right, actually, <laughs> mine now. I'm thinking maybe kind of softballs for you, but we'll see. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. No. Number one, the USS Enterprise is a Constellation class ship designed by Matt Jeffries. I know what you did. I know what you did, but I don't know the. <laughs> I don't know the answer. <laughs> could you could you repeat the question, please? The USS Enterprise is a Constellation-class ship designed by Matt Jeffries. Sean. Go ahead. I mean, um, actually, it wasn't Matt Jeffries. But, I mean, I don't know who it was. <laughs> uh, no, that is incorrect. It was very um, much actually, Matt Jeffries. Okay. Um, actually, it was not a Constellation-class ship. That is correct. <laughs> I'm going to push my luck. <laughs> 
don't, uh, don't, is it is it sufficient to simply identify what is incorrect of the quest in the question? I mean, I in, a, in a in a in a perfect world, in a perfect world, he would be more uh, more specific. I would say, I would say I would say that it's up to each individual questioner. <laughs> yeah, how specific they want the answer to be. So, so you have I, to I say so you have to think to yourself, what would John do <laughs> if it was his question? <laughs> Uh, John would let you have it and then give you a bonus point if you get, if you, that's what I was going to just say is, uh, yeah, if, uh, you, you, okay. You get the point. Um, you said it's constellated. It's not constellated. And and as soon as I hear it, I'm going to kick myself. Oh, Sean. Well, it's too late now. Can can I I get the bonus point? No. No. (laughs) Darn it. Um, you can get bragging rights. Constitution class? Yes. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Okay. Like, it sounds right, but what's not right? Why is it right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, on this next one, simply, fi- simply saying what's wrong is not sufficient. I Dream of Genie was a show about an astronaut who finds a genie in a bottle and starred Vincent Price and Jane Stanwyck. Sean. Sean. Sean? Um, actually, it was Barbara Eden and Larry... Hagman? Yes, very good. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, is it Hagman or Hackman? I couldn't remember. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, number three. The original Battlestar Galactica aired in the early 70s and starred Lauren Green. Um, actually... John? Could you repeat the question? <laughs> the original, <laughs> the original Battlestar Galactica aired in the early seventies and starred Lauren Green. Um, actually, um, it was not the early seventies. I believe it was the later seventies. Very good. Yep, it's like seventy nine to eighty. Yeah, because yeah, because it because it, it capitalized on Star Wars. Like, oh, you want to see space stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, this one might be tricky. Number four. Dilithium crystals are the fuel that powers starships in the Star Trek universe. Um, John. Yes? Trilithium crystals, I believe. Um, actually, I believe it's trilithium crystals. That is incorrect. What was the question? Could you say it again? <laughs> <laughs> Can we edit this out, Sean? I do. We keep going I, until he yeah. gets it right. I do. I, <laughs> right. I do, I do want to hear the question again. But dilithium crystals are the fuel that powers starships in the Star Trek universe. Uh, um, actually, I believe antimatter is the fuel. Yeah. Um. It's a matter antimatter. There we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Point point for sure. <laughs> I know it's matter antimatter or something. <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I thought that they used dilithium crystals to like dilithium crystals power the warp core, Dilith- but, it, but it's actually the the no. go ahead. You know more dilithium about it than I do. Cri- <laughs> dilithium crystals control the reaction and channel the energy from the reaction into the warp reactor. Right, okay. Uh, uh. Now, I will give either of you five extra points if you can tell me what the actual 
matter and antimatter are. Is 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 the red stuff that Spock had in the- <laughs> <laughs> A for effort. <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got nothing. Uh for for any of you ultra nerds out there, it is uh slushed deuterium and anti deuterium. Oh. Which is a heavy isotope of hydrogen. And yeah, I know that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. That's why with you're that. here, man. Yeah. That's why you're here. I'm one of the. I'm, I, well, actually, I don't know how many, how few people there are, but I've actually read the tech manuals cover to cover because they came out before I like met girls and stuff. <laughs> hey, I had a whole, I had a whole conversation with my wife the other day about how I have trouble doing the doing. Uh, I'm taking uh, pre calculus and. and school right now and i have trouble doing math problems but by god i remember that the that the old lady's name that said help i've fallen and i can't get up was mrs fletcher (laughs) 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 okay question five atomic fuel cells to power turbines to speed were the words robin the boy wonder said as the batmobile got ready to move out in the 1960s batman sean um, act- <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, he, actually- he was louder. You guys were pretty much right at the same time, but Sean was louder. So. All right. Um, actually, Batman says atomic batteries to power, and Robin says turbines to speed. Or the other way around. <laughs> uh, Robin, does- is- Robin doesn't say both things. Yeah, yeah he does. Okay. Repeat the question. I probably cut you off before. <laughs> I know. John, you I'll get a freebie yeah. here. Atomic um, fuel cells to power, turbines to speed oh. were the words Robin the Boy Wonder said as the Batmobile got ready to move out in the 1966 Batman series. And now, um, and now I know the answer. Actually. Yep. The series was not 1966. The movie was the, the series was before that. Can I say the answer even though I don't get a point? <laughs> yeah, because you're both wrong. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, he said atomic batteries to power turbines to speed. You, you said it, and then you like when I like turned away from the cliff, you drove right over the. Edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought this was going to be the easiest one in the book. Right. <laughs> No, the, the the Batman series was in well, because the the movie came out in between seasons two and three. Um, actually, it was between uh, seasons one and two, or one and two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you did not get a point for that. No. <laughs> okay, number six. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just tickled with myself for this one. Um. Wedge Antilles flew an X-Wing fighter in the Battle of Hoth. Um, actually, John. John? Oh, my um, Actually, that was not the Battle of Hoth. It was the battle with the other one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean... Okay, oh, my, oh my not, actually... That's not what I was going for. Yeah. So no, <laughs> I'll say um actually he didn't fly a Tie Fighter on 
Hoth, but I'll be darned if I can remember what the name of the actual thing he was flying it, was. He didn't say a TIE fighter. I mean, an X-Wing. X-Wing. He didn't fly an X-Wing. He flew one of those little uh, Ford Escort hatchback looking thing. <laughs> snow speeder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was that was the name of the ship was not important. It was the fact that he did not fly an X wing. Yeah, it was the battle of Hoth. Yeah, I get a point. Okay, because <laughs> Wedge did fight in the Battle of Hoth. Yeah, so he was there. He was just he was there. Oh yeah, I knew he was there. I'm just saying. <laughs> he was like on a break. <laughs> he was hanging out, getting some power. Uh, yeah. Okay, number seven. TARDIS stands for Time and Relative Distortions in Space. Sean. John. Sean. Um, actually. <laughs> Damn it. Um, actually, it's Time and Relative Dimension in Space. Very good. <laughs> Number eight. In the classic H.G. Wells story, The War of the Worlds, alien invaders from Venus are ultimately destroyed by John. Earth's bacteria. Go ahead, John. Um, actually, they were from Mars, not Venus. Very good. <laughs> I guess you're bringing classic literature to Cosmic Potato. <laughs> John brought mythology. Yeah, true. <laughs> I did. Number nine. Dune was Isaac Asimov's first bestseller. John. John? Um, actually, Isaac Asimov did not write Dune. Okay. Do you know who did? Somewhere. <laughs> as I'm perusing, uh, as I'm perusing my bookshelf, actually, I don't have a copy of Dunes. <laughs> you cannot peruse your bookshelf. I might as well Google it. <laughs> um, well, you get the point. It, but you it, get wait, next... wait, wait, wait. Is it? Is it? Is it Huxley? No, no. it's Frank. Yep. Frank something. I think, isn't it? Frank. Frank um, Herbert. Hank Herbert. Okay. Oh, okay. So do I get a do I get a point for that? You, you get the yeah you get the point. You just don't get the bonus point for who who it actually was. All right. And number ten. <clears throat> Contrary to popular belief, "Beam Me Up, Scotty" was actually spoken by Captain Kirk on only four episodes. John. Go ahead, John. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I screwed myself, haven't I? Um, actually, uh, Captain Kirk never said the words "Beam Me Up, Scotty." Very good. Very good. He would say stuff like "energize" and stuff. Now, the, I he okay. He did say "Scotty, beam us up" one time or something like that, but it wasn't. It wasn't "beam me up, Scotty." It wasn't it, those beam words. Me up, Scotty was only spoken once by William Shatner, and it wasn't until Star Trek Four. Yeah, I was gonna say it was in a movie. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so uh, I had eight points. John had nine points. Rick had ten points. So Rick Woo-hoo! wins. Hello. My name is Archibald. I have inserted myself into the podcast to correct a human error. Perfect Strangers was in fact set in Chicago, not New York City, just as Sean said. Given this, John and Sean tie for second place with eight points, and Rick still wins with a total of nine. I now return you to the Cosmic Potato. Yeah, those <laughs> bonus points put you over. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That was fun. Yeah, we're gonna do that more often. That's that's a fun game. Uh, I want let's let's touch on a couple more things before we close out this episode. Um, just a couple of news stories that I that I had here, just in case we had enough time to talk about them. But uh, 
Screen Rant, now I don't know how much weight to give this story, but Screen Rant is claiming that they have production details that lead them to believe that Wonder Woman 2 will not be set in present day like we assumed when we talked about it here on the show. Uh, Hmm. They're claiming that there's a good chance that the movie will be set in the 80s and that Chris Pine will be returning. Now, I know at the end, I mean, spoiler alert for Wonder Woman. If you haven't seen Wonder Woman, are you, I mean. It's, I'm just, just to say. What's wrong with you? I mean, you listen to this show, obviously, you watch movies like this. So, you know, um, the end of the movie looked pretty clear to me that Chris Pine wasn't going to be coming back. But he blowed up real good. Yeah. You know what? I thought about that. And. There's an old rule when you're looking when you're watching movies that it, you never we, you if you don't see the body <laughs> right. you never know it's, and we never it, saw people, the body so people who explode and fall off cliffs in a superhero movie can always come back yeah so or some bad guy gets a hold of of DNA and clones him sure. or some I'll be very uh, I'll admit that would make me not a happy camper. Yeah, but uh, well, I mean, it would I... be it would be canon for the comic for him to be there because he was. I mean, they got married in the comic. He was like an ally to her all the way through the eighties and everything. Um, and it would, if they wanted to bring him back, it would make more sense to make the movie in the eighties than it would to be in present day. Because if it was present day, he'd have to be like a hundred and thirty years old or something like that. As um, opposed to 110. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm 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 estimating that he if see where, where they screwed themselves is they, they they made this movie take place in World War One instead of World War Two, but uh, if he was in World War One and say he was he would still be very old. Yeah, if he was thir- if he was 30 at the time, then he would be about 80 by the time it got to uh, the 80s. Whereas if they made it in present day, he'd have to be like 110 years old, so would be a little bit a little bit more makeup. <laughs> Obviously, he would, well, maybe he would know. Playing. But but what I was thinking is, what if? Okay, so what happened at, at after Wonder Woman? Because after she beat Ares, we just cut back to the present day and see her getting ready for what happened in Batman v Superman. Did she go and find him? Maybe she found him and he was hurt and she took him back to the mascara and maybe they had some kind of sorcery that brought him back to life and kept him young. Maybe he's maybe he's still young. You know, maybe maybe Zeus uh gave her some kind of a reward for beating Ares by bringing her her boyfriend back to life, you know, or something like that. Um actually, I believe they <laughs> They indicated quite strongly that uh, Zeus was already dead, and that they and that Ares was the remaining uh, of the god. True, that is gods. true. That is true. But <clears throat> surely somebody I think, has I, some I think sorcery. It, it, they say Chris Pine is coming back doesn't necessarily mean that Steve Trevor is coming back. Yeah, he, he lots of times, you know, they'll have the same actor portray descendants or like, you know, Ooh, wow, yeah. you're the spitting image of so and so. I didn't even think about that. And, so, Maybe she's yeah. falling in love with uh, Tom Trevor. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit of a makeup on the nose, a little bit of putty. He's got a goatee. Right. Right, yeah. <laughs> my my own, you know, I have absolutely no information one way or another on this, but I would I would take this with a huge grain of salt because you know, we are probably within 
and I'll be generous and I'll say three weeks of them actually deciding to do a sequel because there was a huge question mark on whether this movie would succeed or not before it came out. Yeah. So I really doubt that the wheels were even turning for a sequel before it, the, the, you know, the film just started raking in the bucks. So, you know, there may have been a, a conversation at a cocktail party with, yeah, I'm making a spec script for wonder woman two and I'm going to set it in the, in the eighties and, you know, hopefully they'll buy it or something like that. I, I think, it's way, way, way too early for any kind of concrete uh, stories to be believable yet uh, on the Wonder Woman sequel. Yeah, that's why I said that it's, I mean, I don't know how much weight to give it because, it, it, I mean, it's on Screen Rant. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of movie news type things on that site, but it's also kind of like taking your news from the National Enquirer or something like yeah. that, you know, so, yeah, we know. Uh, the other story that that I came across was um, <clears throat> so F. Gary Gray, who's the director that's in charge of um, a lot of the the Fast and the Furious franchise. He made a statement that makes it sound like obviously there's no end in sight for that series because why would there be that? It makes a lot of money, <laughs> you know. Uh, it started out as being a movie about street racing. It's turned into basically Mission Impossible. <laughs> every uh, every new movie that comes out, so the stories get more and more outlandish. And then he's he made a statement that said that uh, they asked him how, how far do you think this could go. He said I, I, I could see a Fast and Furious in outer space. <laughs> I, I could I could see Dom on a spaceship, you know, <laughs> and they're fighting Jason. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And I I hear that and I laugh. And then I that think, sounds reasonable to me. Yeah, and then I think, <laughs> you know, why not? You know, why not put Dom on a spaceship? Why not send him to the future or something like that? These movies are not trying to be anything. It's not like Citizen Kane or anything like that. Well, see, here's They're the, just fun. So I, I think he could be uh, on a spaceship. I think he could be on, like, a space station. I think he could be somewhere that actually exists. Space I stations think, don't go fast. It has to be a fast no, spaceship. <laughs> no, but he could be driving his car on the space. That's what I'm saying. We need gravity. 17,000 miles an hour isn't fast enough for you? <laughs> That's yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> he'll, just, he'll just like spin the wheels until the whole station rotates. That's science. <laughs> there will be some um, kind of a epic, uh, an epic skydive from the stratosphere, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, like that. And it, yes. I'm completely fine with them. That still exists within the realm of their universe. Like, if you'd like time travel, no. No. Lasers, yeah, probably not. <laughs> but but basically, they kinda, they're kind of in this, um, like, Charlie's Angels hyper-reality. So they, don't, they, they can't do anything that doesn't exist. Like you said, Mission Impossible. They're like Mission Impossible level. So theoretically plausible... You know, because sometimes if I break my arm, I just flex my muscle and it's fine. <laughs> that happens. People do that. There had yeah. to be some kind of some kind of That's off the, the wall explanation as to why the government needs him to go to space or something like in uh, like in Armageddon. Where uh, you, did, you didn't just go to Armageddon, yeah, did you? <laughs> Armageddon, where it's easier to train uh, guys that work on a drill to be astronauts than it is just to teach astronauts how to run a drill. 
<laughs> sure. Sure. Oh, Armageddon. Yeah. So much wrong with that movie. <laughs> Maybe they just got kidnapped. And and I don't think he was saying this next movie will be set No, in no, space. no. He's not but even if, saying if, it but will But if happen. someone's asking yeah. you what are the limits that this movie could go, it could absolutely go into space. Yeah. He's not saying it, 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 he's, that it'll go to space at all. He's just saying, yeah, it could do that. I'm not. Have we have we seen? I'm not like, opposed to anything. Yeah. Have we seen jet skis and speedboats in, in the Fast and the Furious franchise? I haven't seen the last two, so I don't know. <laughs> the last one that I saw actually was five. I think I had, I don't think I've seen it since five. No, I've seen seen them all up until the last one. And they, they do not disappoint. It's exactly what you expect, and it delivers every time. Oh, yeah. All the ones that I've seen, uh, all the ones except I didn't really care for Tokyo Drift, but all the ones that I've oh, seen. Oh, I actually didn't see that one. I, I, didn't, I did not see Tokyo Drift. I don't consider that canon. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean they're just they're, they're fun movies. You know, it's not, you're not, I'm not sitting down saying, you know, I'm going to see some serious movie. I know what I'm getting. They're not, they're not going to, they're not lying to you. You're getting, you know, car chases for two hours that's about it <laughs> you know and the rock and vin diesel i mean come on all right Luda. <laughs> but that's gonna do it for this episode of our show make sure you look us up on uh itunes stitcher we are back on google play we are back on spreaker so if you have those apps we're on there as of uh this past week you should go to one of those places and subscribe to the show because you'll get a notification whenever we drop a new episode. And make sure while you're there to leave us a comment, review the show, give us a rating because all of those things are going to make it a lot easier for new people to come along and find us. And, and if you want to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. Tell us what uh, what movies you'd love to you'd love to see hear us talk about. Excuse me, we're not a YouTube channel. <laughs> what movies you'd like to uh, you'd like to hear us talk about and uh, give us some ideas ideas for things that you'd like to hear us uh, hear us mention and you can do that by going to the website at CosmicPotato.com click on the contact tab at the top of the page and you'll see links to our Facebook and Twitter pages and also our email address which is mail at CosmicPotato.com Rick thank you for joining us tonight um, actually it was a lot of fun <laughs> and where can people find you uh, over at simplysyndicated.com, you can see, uh, hear me on the uh, Starbase 66 or Simply Syndicated Movie News uh, and the 7th Chevron. All right. John, as always, a pleasure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and be sure to join us next time on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast, when you might hear John say, Did you guys ever used to watch uh, Dexter's Lab? I did. I have seen it, yes. Uh, all right. Then here we go. Feel free to join me. Monkey. 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 It worked! <laughs>